everybody, this is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we are so glad you're here. And this week, it's just me, <laughs> just coming in with a monthly recap of what's going on in my life. Um, I feel that since I always have guests, I think maybe once a month I'll try to do a solo episode just maybe talking about things going on in my life my identity my spirituality my poetry what's you know just sharing something new with the crew that's all but what's up people it's another beautiful week you are alive you are blessed you are growing you are being challenged you are becoming a better version of you and today i just wanted to talk and speak about the growth and finding that balance of unlearning, you know, old habits and old, you know, values and morals and kind of just changing them a little bit and how they kind of grow with you, you know? Um, So next month, I will be turning 28 years old. And I was reflecting on what have I done in my 27 years of life and if I'm ready for this number 28. (laughs) Are we ever ready for the next step of life? Are we ever ready to cross that bridge? Are we ever ready, you know, to step into a new season? And sometimes the answer is like, yes, and we try to get there maturely and like super quickly and then we're not ready. Or sometimes we try to hesitate and, you know, pass a little bit longer in those levels where you kind of know it's time to go. So I'm in this space letting go of all of the things that burden me in my 27 years. And hopefully as I enter into the 28th year of my life. Um, I'm a little bit more focused. I'm a little bit more whole. And I'm more balanced for sure in where I'm going. And I feel that definitely my travels have allowed me to become this woman. Um, And I'm for sure that this is not even like the beginning of my glow up. It's so funny because when you look at your old pictures and old posts and those memories come back on Facebook, you're like, that was me. But it's just a beautiful like manifestation to see things that when we were younger come up now. And then I know now I'm setting goals and intentions that will come in fruition in the future. So I'm just blessed to be able to witness, explore, expand on this wonderful black body that I'm able to experience this life in, in this wonderful, challenging, yet enriching place called Puerto Rico. And as a black woman on the island, and in, you know, since this is my second year of my PhD, I'm trying to be a little bit more focused on us. And when I mean us, I mean African diaspora. I mean African descendants. I mean black people us (laughs) why um i feel like definitely that has to always be the focus because if we don't focus on us if we don't write us if we don't analyze or criticize us then the others will continue to try to put their experiences their voices their 
limitations on us and I refuse to continue to let us you know be described or oppressed by them so my focus will always or well my focus has definitely made sure that in this year and in where I am now embracing this us and embracing as a black person and understanding that my experiences are different than another black person but that doesn't limit another black person experience though they may not have been raised probably in the same country that I have and I think it's beautiful that we're in this generation where we aren't running from our roots you know we're connecting to who we are and that journey is definitely an ongoing one because I feel like definitely with identity our personalities change as we grow as we encounter different seasons and different people of our life though I always knew that I was Liberian um, growing up it wasn't that easy to celebrate that outside of the home um, because of just the racism that I felt from white and black bodies as a first-generation Liberian American and as I got older and I, I was embracing my Liberian-ness I felt more welcome in in that space or more whole in that self when I was about in college you know though everyone throughout middle school elementary school high school referred to me as African it was cool but it's just like I think it's also disrespectful that I don't know if it's disrespectful or just essentializing this like the notion of Africa because there's many countries on the continent so it's nice that we're all you know unified and people oh you're African but like there's so much more than to just be African right so I think when we talk about that wonderful place that home of many of us um, we we should be a little bit more specific like you know what part of Africa are you interested in what country would tribe? you know who, who are your people and <laughs> okay so side note I hate those DNA tests but I understand for those who cannot connect to their history or their family history and stuff like that they they take it to get a kind of understanding I also think it's kind of some bullshit because if some of those documents of the enslaved people kind of were well informed. But then again, how do you really know that where these people are coming from? Anyway, if y'all want to pay for those tests and figure out where you are close to a proximity of where you may come from and you realize that, visit those places. Get to know more about those people and don't just generalize the continent, you know. Make it personal because I think since, once again, we've let so much of the other explain us. We need to make sure that we don't just limit this wonderful experience to just one thing. So I'm learning um, now to, though once again, celebrating my blackness, celebrating that I'm African, but also just making sure that I'm touching a little bit or focusing much more in my Liberian-ness. Why? Because that's just who I am and these are my people. And if I don't do it, who will? And we I've unfortunately waited so long um, to realize that once again not oh because I didn't care but it was like literally the oppression that came it's just interesting to be to be black it's interesting to be Liberian it's interesting to be a woman and so I'm just kind of figuring all of that out and 
trying to make sure that when I speak about these experiences or when I study these things, I don't know, just try to be a little bit more understanding, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, as a Liberian voice in Puerto Rico, I've just come to realize that, um, or just realizing that m my focus is to make sure that I can find so much knowledge and wisdom and history in my people and so to be the voice for my people I need to be able to know and learn them and see what other voices are talking about our home and that's what I want or that's what I've realized I need to do with Puerto Rico the place that I live in or places that I've been to that realizing um, I don't have to be the voice for these people, you know. I can help share them, but I don't have to be those voices. It's not my job um, for that. It is my job to be able to celebrate me and my uniqueness in my culture. And in celebrating myself, others will be able to celebrate themselves or connect more back to themselves. So that's where I'm kind of focused on right now on this journey is just... 100% celebrating all of me, what makes me unique, what makes me shine, what makes people attracted to me, what makes people want to be in the same energy, in the same space, and sit at the goddamn table that, you know, God has built for me all over. So, I'm just, I'm just open, you know, for definitely exploring, um, different voices but definitely you know working on mine to make sure that the stories that i tell especially mine for my people for us is by us you know yeah i think that's where i'm at right now it only get better from here i have a poem that i will share with y'all this poem was published on moco magazine this summer and i'm so blessed to have my work just reaching different people this one is called limbo it is a short poem that i wrote just dealing with memory limbo the things we rub away come back in small doses of cinnamon and sea salt cleanse your palate shed skin that no longer holds you hostage and when memories reform in traces of deja vu, cut open your taste buds. It's funny how even when we're no longer home, certain smells or certain foods remind us of those things. Or we have certain traumas that we thought we have been healed from. And then we find ourselves suddenly <laughs> back into those moments. And so... Pretty much, this poem just kind of deals with those small elements, right? And what do we do, right? Do you do you just end it all cut off your taste buds, don't remember, don't feel, or do you shed that skin that holds you hostage? How do you how do you deal with those moments where you're kind of stuck in between, right? I think we're all still trying to learn what do we do, and you know, though someone may give you tips to help you I know everyone's life is different so just make sure that while you're on your journey you just celebrate yourself you celebrate your uniqueness you celebrate what you love even though others may not understand that because we shouldn't run away from who we are because of society and its stupid limitations we should always always try to learn 
to love ourselves, to be whole in ourselves, and empower ourselves so that we can empower others. How am I on my way? I am on my way. Looking back to move forward, as always, Sankofa, because without them, there is no me, and without me, there will be no them. So I need to definitely Sankofa this life until the next, and the next, and the next are grounded and rooted and whole in themselves wherever they may be wherever they may come from and wherever they're going um i just want to say thank you for all my wonderful listeners who tune in weekly you guys show me and my guests so much love and i'm just so blessed to to continue to have y'all in this experience so thank you guys for just sticking with me loving me and my people you know y'all my people we the crew this is what we do but in the meantime this is Issa's way y'all be blessed <laughs>